Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&D. Forgive me, I was out last year. I was sick all week. I caught a cold, and it wasn't COVID, so I did, I tested negative for COVID. So and so did my son, who gave it to me. But I just got a regular ass cold, a head cold. It was congested. I couldn't talk on here, so forgive me. But we are back this week because man, did they drop us for a lot of stuff. And Jordan, I can't do this by myself now, especially well. I'm still not a hundred percent, but I'm good to talk about this. Joining me also. Is my co-host not Deion Sanders for prime time? What's up? What's up? Hey man, it's been a while. Uh oh. Uh, I can't even do a dance voice. Sorry, I can't. Oh, I'm trying, but I can't. I can't do a dance voice. Oh, oh, you can't. You can't clear your throat. <clears throat> your like, That's how you sound. I know. Like deep down, I kind of hope so. But then also joining a little later is also. The greatest catch lay sketch. So, uh, we, we got things to talk about. So, first of all, to all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. To all the fathers out there, all the men out there doing their thing and doing their thing for their, for their families and stuff like that. So, I appreciate them. And then, of course, you know, so I'm a father as well. But, you know, uh, I still have my dad and everything. And then, so, we, we all celebrate. And then, I got my father-in-law, the brother-in-law. That we're all fathers out here. Some of my, my best friends. Yeah, so, I like men go out there and do what they're supposed to do. And taking care of their kids. And not running from, you know, responsibilities and things like that. So, a shout-out to all the fathers out there. We don't get a lot of respect like they do on Mother's Day. But, you know, I just want to make sure that I, on, on here, acknowledge things like that. So, yeah, so b- before we get into this this loaded fucking week of, because I thought us missing last week, I was like, well, we got a lot to talk about. We got Paige to talk about. We got Thunder Rose to talk about. We got somewhat Naomi to talk about. But it it, it was kind of like small stories you can dig into. This shit, it was just like since Monday, it was like big story after big story after big story. I think ever since the MJF controversy has been like a big. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like it's the, the Jeff Hardy thing happened. Then the Vince thing. Then the Sasha thing. I'm just like, whoa. Like, whoa, like come on. Like, slow down for a minute. But before we get in there, make sure you guys check out spacesfilly.com. Spacesfilly.com. 
Brush company that we are a part of that uh, sits here and podcasts right here in the city of brotherly love Philly. And make sure you guys check out the content they have on there from the Lula Plop Plus One and the Doing Business Mark Randall and the Market Dark Show. Also, check out the content the Nerd Culture has on there as well as the No Gimmick Stated Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Drunk Dogs, Sober Tongue. And, of course, we're on all the podcast apps. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker. And also, if you got us to our snippets on YouTube, make sure you guys check out you, uh, YouTube Premium, where you guys can try free for about a month. And then I think after that, it's $4.99 for any type of, uh, you know, streamers like that on YouTube. Also, my main man prime time. It's been about two weeks. My main man prime and his homie Lee Boy TV do the prime nostalgia podcast every single Friday. Yes, I know I missed last week too prime time, but you know what? Uh, what was uh, what's been going on for the past couple of Fridays when it came to your show? We uh, recently talked about um, our favorite Bobby Brown songs. Ah. Uh, I knew it was home. You know, you know what's funny? I, I was watching The Boys the other day, right? And the new episode came on, and then there was a scene where Homegirls was walking into uh, this Russian, like, brothel. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she, she never got dressed up before. And when she got dressed up and looked up good, they started playing Poison. And I said, oh, wow, probably would love to see if he watched The Boys. So, I just wanted, I just wanted to throw a little Easter egg in there, but... Yeah, Bobby Brown, it's like a cool show right there. So, make sure you guys check that yeah, out. So we, also, we just talked uh, about we just, we talked about the documentary and the uh, just our top five favorite songs. Okay. Yeah. Also, make sure you guys check out me, man. Q Flow, my man, right now cannot join us for this part of the podcast. We are recording kind of early than we usually do on this podcast, but my man is performing at the Showboat in Atlantic City. So, if you're in a tri-state area, if you're in Philly like us, or hell, if you're even in Florida like Prime, make sure you guys go up to Atlantic City and check that man, that man out. He was he performed. The time we recorded, he performed tonight. So, uh, I, I got to see how that performance went, and I think he's doing a set tomorrow all in AC. So, I'm upset that I can't go out there and support my brother, but I'm letting him know I support him here on the show. Make sure you guys go check wherever you get your music. Q underscore flow. So he he's out there doing his thing. I'm like he on the road for a little bit. He'll show, he he'll probably be back. I don't know if we do the last part of the podcast or next week's podcast because trust me, he's gonna want to be here when we update this fantasy and stuff up. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. So, all right, I got all that out the way, and all I can say is shit. All that my man used to say shit. Oh, you didn't do it right if you're doing the Isaiah Woodluck. I, I I missed Isaiah. Dude, Isaiah was like right for me. Oh, no, I, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't have the energy. Oh, yeah, okay. I apologize for it also, guys. Uh, but like I said, you know, me and my wife are still trying to, you know, get, get, get over the sick and everything like that. But I had to talk about this because bombshell happened. And I say bombshell because this is the been the, I've been going right here to myself. This is the biggest scandals in wrestling, or this is the biggest thing since I like this. Honestly, for for coming to wrestling and things that, that travel outside of wrestling, this is the biggest thing to me since Chris Benoit. People, I saw one people comparing it to the, the uh, steroid. steroid. 
Yeah. I think as far as uh as far as how much trouble he's in, I think it's the biggest thing for that. Yeah. Like yeah. his because uh, he actually had to step down, so it's like one of the biggest like things to his career in that aspect. He didn't even yeah. step down when the steroid thing happened. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay, so yeah, so this is pretty big news. And then excuse me. What 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 I heard it's, it's big news, but some of it don't make sense to me. Oh, a, a lot of shit don't make a lot of like this. The stuff, more stuff is still obviously coming out, but uh, a lot of things is just like, first of all, it, it says Missy Man steps down as WCEO uh, following hush money allegations. And first of all, when I first heard that, I was just like, all right, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? And I thought it was just in the, in the wrestling world. When I saw it on ESPN, when I saw it on CNN, when I was, these are the different, like, I watch CNN, I watch MSNBC, I watch, uh, you know say those are my new channels I usually watch, and then, I, of course, uh, I watch my sports news on ESPN, or on FX, FX1, uh, so, and when they, they, when they all started reporting, I was like, oh, this shit is, like, serious, because I, I wasn't taking that way, because I was just like, well, what the hell is going on here, and I was just like, so, apparently, from the information that the, the the board has gathered, is that Mr. Man has allegedly had an affair with uh, a woman. They, I, I don't know the woman's name. I don't want to, you know, put the woman's name out there because I know some people like leak the woman's name. That's messed up. Which is, you know, That's just kind of just, the just so they can be what the hush money was for. It, exactly, just, just to be asshole stuff like that. Well, apparently, uh, she was working. Uh, or the Wall Street Journal reported that uh, a man paid a secret three million settlement uh, to a former employee he allegedly had an affair with, and the separation agreement was reportedly made in January. Uh, prevents the former unnamed employee from discussing her relationship with Mr. McMahon or disparaging him, according to the journal. I, uh, when I saw the amount of money, yeah, immediately I thought. Is there a kid involved here? Because why so much? Well, I, I don't know. Cause there's some other reports that saying that she was given the money up front, and then like the, a million up front, and then over the course of oh. years, the other two million supposed to flow in. She was I forgot what she was hired for. She was a paralegal, apparently. Paralegal, yeah. And she moved up quite quickly, probably much to David Otunga's chagrin. Yeah, because <laughs> you like sort of like a hundred thousand. They got like like a, they got to jump to two hundred thousand. Oh. See, I didn't see all of that. Yeah, and now. Yeah, when they when they started, that's when they changed it. Yeah, now all this stuff could 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 be like it's like public knowledge, to the point where it's just like you know he, those races could have happened within the ramifications of. I guess legally is the way I'm looking for you. You mean you just, like they, they rolled it into like her salary? Yeah. Know? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't necessarily know how all this stuff you know, really would work and stuff like that. They, but they, 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 boosted, get... they boosted her salary up from one to the other. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you know, you, know you, you get a raise once a year most of the time. And it's not, you know, it's usually a percentage of your salary, not your whole salary double or tripled. Well, according to this, their relationship was supposed to be consensual. 
and Vince's attorney, Vince's attorney, Jerry McDevitt, who is like Vince's literally Lord Jesus Christ in his hands because he gets him prime. When when you hear about Jerry McDevitt, the one who really got Vince out of everything. I mean, I don't know his name, but I know he's a good lawyer. He's, he's a damn good lawyer. His attorney, like I'm telling you, I don't know how he'd be doing. Like, he's like the older oh, dream team rolled in one. <laughs> like the OJ dream team. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Jesus. everything visits up from, from snooker all the way down. Steroids shit all of a day. This man is just like, it, it, it's gone. I don't know. Even on Dark Side of the Ring, we talked about the, the, the steroid, the the, the the steroid scandal, and they interviewed him. And he was just like, I guess it, everybody else can just afford a good lawyer, whatever the case comment he made. Did, you know, so I need a uh, I, I, that that event starts out of the ring gonna be like four hours long, huh? That event starts out of the ring gonna be like four hours long, oh, yeah, or yeah, two weeks long, probably should be. Uh, so this employee was released back in back in January. And post, when such way go, goes on, uh, now people may say, "Well, isn't Vince married to Linda?" On paper, on paper, they're married, but they've been separated for like twenty years. But I say for legal reasons only. Yeah, but other than that, I don't think twenty years. I think it's been a few, but I don't think it's been twenty. I don't know if they've been they like yeah they've been living separately for that long, but they haven't been a twenty years is two thousand two couple. I don't. I think yeah, I, no, I still think I still think yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'll probably it say maybe twenty. Ten or so. I would. I would believe. Would shock me. I would believe ten or so years. But yes, they are married on paper because separating assets is messy. Yeah, especially when you want to keep the company within the McMahon name. Exactly, because she will be entitled to all that. And who knows? He was rich when they got married. They, uh, or had, he had something to lose when they got married. It could be something in there that if they got divorced, like an infidelity clause or something, then she could wipe him out. So hell no, he not finna divorce that lady. He, they just finna wait out till one of them dies. Uh, well, apparently, uh, this, whoever this woman was, after Vince is basically done, he passed on to Johnny Ace. So was that what happened? Because I didn't know what exactly, like how this was working. I thought it was that he came up in some older scandals, but I wasn't sure about this particular one that was happening. So they both were with this woman. Uh, that's what. That's what. According to certain things that I am reading, uh, that's what it's looking like. That, Ew. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> Just. I just have to say, ew. And like, there are obviously um, different uh, channels and, and, and sites that are that are uploading like the timeline of events. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, of, of, of what's been going on over this kind of thing. But this, I was like, after reading this, I was like, this shit's kind of serious. But then it gets even weirder because Stephanie McMahon. Who we didn't talk about last week's podcast, who they were kind of rolling around the dirt after she kind of left, uh, is now stepping up as the interim CEO of WWE. And chairperson. Chair, and, chair, 
and, and chairperson while Vince steps down. While this whole investigation thing is going on. I just knew they was going to throw it on um, your boy. Nikon? You know, I didn't think so. I, I think I this think is Stephanie all part of come. his... I really think this is all part of Vince McMahon's plan. I, I really, you think it's part of Vince's plan? Look. Call it, like I said, there's, there's a lot of information in there I don't know. And I, I don't know if it's going to be as lucky this time. I don't know. But, you know... This good old boys club always gets lucky. So it's just like I'm kind of <clears throat> I'm kind of a fan of the conspiracy that the board found out about this back in April, which means that Stephanie would have found out about this right before she left, and then she leaked it. I I didn't know. Uh, well, well, that's the, um, that's I'm not I don't yeah. we don't know if that's what really happened, but well, um, this is a big investigation and it's legal so uh what uh they know about it in april mm-hmm. that is like to come out so that's probably why stephanie left because they knew in april this story is about to come out in the next month or so but they tell you beforehand so she probably stepped down before it happened to get out of it or whatever and then the news actually came out yeah. I think maybe it came out sooner than they anticipated. I, that could happen too. I, I think because everything seemed working. I think you know, Troy's almost died. Let's just be real, and mm-hmm. she she was going through a lot. So by her saying, "I'm taking time off for the family," but Troy's just going back to work. Yeah, and I was like, okay, everybody that, was trying to punch holes to the story when it happened. Yeah, and I was like, that that that's throwing me off. And then it was just like, okay, well, there got to be some kind of backstage stuff going on. It, it, it was already saying that, you know, she wasn't good at her job. And Vince already said, Pat, Pat, be sure he, you, you know, just because they're family don't mean they need to stay on board. If they can't do the job right, you got to get rid of them. Because he got rid of Shane earlier, uh, back in f- February or, or, or January, for for a blow-up that they had. And now, we're here with, with Stephanie. But now, here's the thing. Nick Khan has been weaning the McMahon name out of it. Because everybody was like, you know, the rumor is that he wants to shape this company up and make billions for selling to Disney. And I don't think it. Nick Khan is a, a wrestling guy, okay? Wow. You know, he's just a business guy. He wants to go out there and, make, and, and take this product and make it the, the most money. He probably wants to put it on the level of Marvel Studios. I don't know. I feel, I just feel like it's a, I went through this with a job I had. Yeah. This was a, it was a company like a small started out of your garage startup type deal. Yeah. They got big, got an office, had several different like branches. Mm-hmm. Both this guy in was not in the industry at all. Yeah. He just was here to run the company. A year after he comes, we get the news that they're selling it to a larger conglomerate. Uh-huh. And none of our jobs are secure. So they're going to, because they're going to bring in customer service from the larger company. They're going to cherry pick the people they want from the old company. And everybody else will give you a severance package. And I just, as soon as, like, you, he came in and started changing things. Because that's the same thing that this guy did. Yeah. He came in, he started changing stuff with the company. Things got real weird for a little minute. And then it was... This is how we knew something was up. They was like, hey, we're going to have um, a food, couple food trucks and some beer. 
on the clock. I said, oh, we about to lose our jobs. <laughs> we was right. But it was the, I feel like it's the same kind of thing. Come in, you start making changes, start, you know, slowly forcing people out of positions that they've been in. Things start coming up. Because how many affairs and how much hush money do you think Vince McMahon has paid out over the years? A this lot. is probably affairs 786, okay? He, he don't care. But it is bad for optics. Yes. So I... I do think that I think that what's happening is there's a bunch of different cooks in the kitchen who all think they have the master plan. And what's happening is they're kind of in the back pulling the strings. I would be thinking surprised that he's if, doing if, something. If, if Nick Kyle leaked this. Yeah, but I think he's in the back pull, pulling the strings thinking he's doing something. And then maybe Stephanie and Triple H over here thinking they're doing something. Maybe with Shane. And Vince McMahon, meanwhile, is just kicking back, waiting for all of it to play out, um, and everybody to crash and burn. Because that man ain't going nowhere. He will die in that chair. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of was like, see, look at that. But when I say he's also a genius, because like so so on Wall Street right now, the CEO and chair of WWE is Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. So you put your daughter out there. You got you got a woman that the person that just stepped down, but all the heat. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be an owner of a burning house. No. So, but now all the heat that W is going to get, and all the stuff that, that she's going to deal with, she's in the forefront. She got to take all that now. Well, yeah. I think I think we have to uh, talk about something real quick though. Okay. The only reason this is actually a scandal is because I believe he used WWE's money for hush money. That's why I believe the scandal comes in. Oh, so it's like it's like basically like stealing from your own charity kind of deal. Like when people... yes, because if he used his own money, then who cares? Yeah. Uh huh. That's why I said so how I much like... hush money do you think that they've? That's why, because if they were bumping it up in her salary, yeah, as the quote unquote hush money then well that wasn't that's not even included in the hush money though. so mm, I don't know no it's just like no as soon as you have as soon as they had a relationship he just ups her pay because obviously they had a relationship if that's what um happened then yeah this is it's gonna like, be a problem so I think the only reason like the, even though that is bad morally the only reason why it's a big thing is because he probably used some of their money to pay it off and not his own money. That's so wild. That's, yeah, that's a wild part. And I heard some people saying, damn, is that still getting up there at 70-whatever hold is? I don't know. Mm. I don't know how you're doing it. Look, bro. If she and slept it's with, with Vision Man and John Laurinaitis, she earned that $3 million. Uh, she might not want to put her name out there because uh, she don't get made fun of. I'm sorry. Like I said, yeah, like, like there, there are certain places that have wrestling fans are nuts, bro. They're they, gonna they harass her. The, they have leaked the name. So, here's the thing. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm a huge wrestling fan, and I want change. And is this going to be the change? I'm gonna get absolutely not, because honestly, you know, I think 
Well, with Stephanie having that kind of power on there. So, well, first of all, Stephanie don't have no power. Fair enough. He's still create. He's still in trying to create. That, that's the thing. So he it's is. like Bert, it's you. That was all. Of, this is all the title on paper. Yeah. If he paper CEO. But say if he is not relinquishing creative control, nothing changes. Nothing. Yeah, stops literally, the only thing that changes is the name. Yeah. You really think Vince about to give up his office with a dinosaur in it for Stephanie? No. Yeah, no. Yeah, but she, she she's got to be in the forefront to do all shit. I'm just saying, cause maybe, you know. I, like, I and think, honestly, like, I, I was just saying, like, even uh, though Vince is still in the charge, <coughs> with them investigating on the board, it's like that, there, there are going to have to be some moves made, you know, to, you know, for good PR. Let's just be, let's be real about it. Well, yeah, I'm, but, I'm talking real, about that, but, like, like, John Norris, like, he has to get fired. For sure. He's going to get fired, but uh, I, I don't know how, um, I don't know how, like, I, this is a Vince thing. Does that really make the whole company look bad because of something Vince did in that aspect? Or just the investigation? Kind of, yeah. It's going to be a black stand. It's the same thing with uh, Crystal Watt. It was a black stand on the company for a couple of years before, yeah. before they was able to separate themselves from what he did to what they do. But in, in the rest of 2007, there was a black stain on WWE for a long time. Yeah, because the whole, like, nobody, you know, technically nobody knew. Technically nobody knew about it. So it's like, it's a surprise to them. And now their names to get dragged into it. And they like, we don't got nothing to do with this. Like, since we work here. Exactly. We get dragged too. So it's like, kind of. I feel like, because there are people who I have seen all over the internet and the wrestling person things I'm in that will probably say I'm crazy. But I truly do. I stand by a word that they are really seriously trying to sell and i think that the only reason this is a problem is because they're trying to sell if i think was, nick khan is trying to sell well yes if if this was if it was any other time because you got the the um your two networks fighting and talking about how they want this star and that star and they want the you know they want we want to have the of course and they both want was going to get them ratings yeah so it's just like you got that and then um let's be real WWE network on peacock is big trash oh i can't stand it big big trash. i can't stand it okay this nobody i i, I want to go back to the old network like, like so it's just like all these things happening you got stars getting injured left and right which is just the nature of the business but you got um, disgruntled wrestlers. Yeah. You got all kinds of stuff happening that looks very unappealing to shareholders. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to if you're trying to really clean up the company and make it seem like listen, this is something that you want to sell, mm-hmm. you want to buy. Heck yeah, we want we are we want to flush out because they know when you have issues with a company, it all comes down from the top, mm-hmm. whether they're directly responsible for it or not what comes down from the top dictates what the culture is mm-hmm. so no nobody's going to want to be serious about this even if you're not trying to sell the whole company or you're trying to sell a percentage of the company or you're trying to you're trying to pitch yourself to a new network because USA and Fox ain't working whatever the case is uh-huh. none of this is appealing so you got to do something 
Yeah. And I, I think her, her, her order of business, even though in, in the fort, the PR, it's look like she's doing the doing stuff, but John Lone is probably somebody that had to go. He has to, to go. go. There's and no the, way that he keeps, there's no way he keeps his job in this. Yeah. And it was already, like, there was already murmurs that people weren't happy with him anyway in the way that he was doing the job in the first place. Honestly, I kind of feel like all of this is, like you were saying, all of this is interconnected. I wonder how much um, he had to do with Sasha and Naomi getting so pissed that they decided to walk out. Because if what if what we're hearing or we were hearing is true, and they went and talked to Vince, and Vince was like, "Okay, I understand what you're saying," and then another staff member who no, who they never really outright said who it was was just like quit your whining and go do your job. We don't care. Come on. I mean, it's not a stretch to believe that could have been John Laurinaitis. If you having this many problems and you're creating or perpetuating an issue that we were already having with Sasha and Naomi walking out and that being a whole big story yeah. and then now you come up in this story with the, uh, the hush money, bruh, you, I hope you cleaned out your office already, cause they, and hope they don't send you your shit in a trash bag. Cause, uh, come on, resign, leave. I, I can't. That's what she should do. I can't even say, cause that's usually what happens. They yeah. come in and say, well, we're going to force you to resign, or we're going to fire you. So, pick pick your poison. Uh, with with the state that's going on. We're here right now. Let me ask both of y'all. Do you really think it's a possibility that he can get convicted from this stuff? No. He'll get off. I think he'll get off legally. But I think that they're going to... Um, I think the worst that will happen is they're going to take the CEO title um, and chairman of the board title permanently. And it'll go to somebody else, but he'll still just be around. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think he'll get like he'll go to jail or anything. I mean, but God, I sometimes I just want them to get a, get a swift kick in the balls and a wake up call, and get get the WWE get about this whole good old boys mentality and try to bring it something different. So the biggest thing that we gotta remember about this whole Vince McMahon thing because uh, it's a possibility that within a couple months he gonna be in the same position that he was already in before there's no guarantee that this scandal is going to take this man down but however there is no guarantee that he is immune from it either it is it is depending on what the fuck the you know like what uh NRDs or, or NDRs that that they uh, that they find and how much is it or if there's more women or whatever the case would be like once you start doing some digging you start getting into, into some closets but you know it's just not because me being selfish and biased inside I I I me and you no matter who wants to be tonight we're wrestling fans and most of our wrestling love came from WWE WWF whatever case may be and 
right now it, it's it's being held by a tone deaf guy, part of the good old boys club. Time you know it's time to move past that, because the world is changing. He's refusing to change. I would love to see some different change happen in WWE. I mean, like le- legit actual change. Because there have been some times where I was just like, yo, WWE needs to fall on their ass so hard to the point like it needs some major ass change. And there are some issues that this happened and they just find their way to get out of that shit. And to be to be real with you, it's like Vince is Vince is saying still still keeping his his creative position so something he's still gonna be the main charge. He's still gonna get that makes no sense. What'd you say? It makes no sense. Well, it, it, well, it, it doesn't make sense at all. And I'm just saying, because obviously, which makes sense, that the paper CEO. So, obviously, there's, there's not going to be any kind of change. And then, basically, we on SmackDown, we got a big-ass fuck you. I'm still in charge. I mean, basically. That, 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 that's what the whole that's what the whole thing was. The whole thing the man came out and first of all, to all the dick lickers out there, okay? I even when I went to Raw with with my home, I remember when, 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 this is this is our like our first Raw and Vince came this was the Raw December fifteenth or December 9th, twenty fifteen. This is the, the Raw where Roman Reigns beat Sheamus for for the championship. And it was in Philly, and everybody, everybody could cheer Roman. Is that when Vince was the ref? That's when Vince was on the sideline. Oh, okay. So he wasn't... One of them, I remember he was the ref. Yeah, no. No, this was he was on the sideline, just watching the matchup. And remember, this was the whole Sheamus 515 thing going on. So, when Vince came out, my homie, I'm not going to say no names, was sitting there doing the damn bound of Vince McMahon shit. And I was the only one up there like, yo, man, y'all got to stop bowing to this motherfucker. Stop stroking this man's ego. And what happened on SmackDown? He comes out and these hey, assholes. I, <laughs> I think they just do it to be funny. They know what happened. After, or they know. They obviously know what happened because they're there in the front row. You don't buy no tickets in the front row. You ain't following. Obviously. Or you, you got something. This is just some. Rich and spoiled motherfuckers that can just, just get, get afford to get in the front row or have a have a friend that can get get you in the front row. Whatever the case may be, I'm not saying all of them up there, but you but you got because it sounded like he had a smattering of booze, but still it was outplayed by cheering and everybody sucking his you know sucking his dick. And you know they were piped in, huh? And then some of them were piped in cheers too. Yeah, so, exactly. I'm just saying because it's like y'all because. This man has been giving you shit, like literal shit, for the past six years, and it's just like, yo, man, the show got to get better. That's and, all, just six. I know, and he got to stroke his ego. Can't comes out there and talks about, you know, welcome to SmackDown, and as you seem to be in a, in a time that we are, then, now, and forever. Oh, and let's add together. I like how oh, somebody on Twitter said, why you sit together like we all did this together? That's you and Boronitis. That ain't nothing. It, it ain't got nothing to do with us. And then he and then, and then he says, thank you, and tosses the mic. No chance. Like, and walked out. And I'm just like, yo, did, he, Vince got what he wanted. He he did it. He 
All this was for was to mark the rating. To bump the rating on SmackDown. It worked. Did it really bump? It bumped up. Because people was actually, because, you know, let's be real. And I'm not going to say, because I know anybody wants to sit there and act like, you know, you know they can't get got. When when this announcement really happened, when I thought, like when Jack Tapper was was you know playing uh, uh, Dave Meltzer on CNN, I was just like, oh, this shit's like really. He's like, we've been keeping tabs. He's like, this sure you have. So and I watched Jack Tapper, and I'm just like, wait a minute. If and, and they, they was talking about it, breaking news that he was gonna be on SmackDown. I really thought for a glimmer that he was actually going to address not not, not like obviously. It say I was wrong. I'm sorry, but like you know, you might heard some shit about me. Well, you know, blah 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 blah. I'm taking step down. I'll see you when I see. Whatever the case, I thought it was like I'm going to go out here and try to be, you know, and, and say something. And then you when, know what I initially thought? I thought since they know Stephanie was CEO, I thought he was just gonna come out and say, you know what, Stephanie is the CEO. Or I thought they're gonna do the same storyline as when Triple H fired. I don't know if you remember that. I think so. Was it like? Well, I thought it, it was that was the authority thing, up. right? That was before the authority. Like okay. Right. I thought like Stephanie was gonna come out and be like, you know, the board of directors have appointed me the new, you know, CEO and chairwoman. And you know what, Vince, Dad, you're fine. I thought she was gonna do something like that. Yeah, I, I thought, but I was like, but when it came into this, a self-gloating kiss my ass because nothing can happen to me in my WWE universe and, th- and that's how he likes it and he got what he wanted and it boosted that first hour rating between an 18 to 49 demo he boosted the rating because the rest of the show other than Matt Riddle and Roman Reigns sucked nothing was of note for the rest of Smackdown even the Vince thing wasn't even of note of SmackDown until we got to the main event. Until then, it shows you that this it just gave the whole audience another big fuck you because he's still doing. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns is this is this generation Cena and Ori. You know what's funny though? What? Uh, before before like this was like probably the night after Hell in a Cell. Maybe the night of Hell in a Cell. I seen a, a tweet and it was like. I think I've seen it too. It was like Baron Corbin when he was getting on his knees pleading. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the, the, the caption was <laughs> the caption was Cody's injured, Roman's gone. This would be in front of Brock Lesnar's farm getting exactly. on his knees pleading to Brock to come back. <laughs> and he oh, did. He comes back to do it again. But here's the thing though. Uh, and also being funny, it, it shows you how tone defeats because what the hell, you, you you don't know what you're doing with AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley's on Raw, and then you just turn Edge babyface, and I'm like, you, you, you've you built, no, you have built nothing of, you, you released half your roster, and you have built nobody up in time, and y'all just throw Brock and Roman Edison, look, bro, I am I'm sorry. Brock and Roman have done all what Brock can, and Roman can do. This is really this generation's Cena and Orton. They just they did it to death. Remember when they had the 
TLC unification match between Cena and Orton. I was like, mm-hmm. if I ever see this, if I ever see Cena and Orton touch again, it'll be too soon. They have not touched since then. Thank oh, well, yeah. God. Yeah, they have. They have indeed. Oh God. I'm trying, to, I'm trying but to it was it wasn't like a bit marquee thing. It was like they fought when Orton was a uh, tag champ. Oh, with Bray Wyatt, it was like the Wyatt family, I think, versus Cena. Oh, that, that okay, yeah, I would say, but mostly of that few, I was so sick of Cena. But it, no, but yeah, okay, I'm a, I, the, the the other times I faced haven't been huge. It's just been like you know one offs, so like on SmackDown, Raw, whatever. It hasn't been like no feuds. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I got so sick of Cena and Orton. That's what this is. Yeah, also, they I mean, don't I, I change like, nothing. I like Brock and, you know, but, like, I I, I think they could have did, you know. Well, I'm tired of kind of, I'm tired of, I'm kind of tired of seeing Drew and Roman too a little bit. But, like, they haven't did Roman and Yes, they had that Roman and Bobby, but I, we we haven't seen this Bobby fight Roman. No, I'm saying, but no, we have not seen the Tribal Chief Roman versus the Almighty Bobby Lashley. We have not yeah, seen that so. these versions of these characters. Like, like we we uh we seen we, 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 what we seen Roman and Bobby was what was it before he was a uh, Tribal Chief? Yeah, Actually, like he did fight him as Tribal Chief, but it wasn't like. Like yeah, it, it wasn't. It, like, I mean, this is back when Bobby said was wearing the fucking headband. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, like, like they have evolved since then. We have not seen AJ and Roman since 2016. Yeah. So they haven't built him up, and I'm be, be honest with you, uh, AJ is not believable right now. He's not, and, Roman, and, so. but because th- they had him lose fucking three times in a row. To this day of judgment day that, that, that they already changed that we didn't get a chance to talk about with what you know with them leaving. So obviously this is a big ass thing that shows that Vince is still at the helm of this bullshit and that ain't nothing like this is really gonna change. So depending on what the boards find out, because there's so many scenarios. Johnny Ace undone but lost his job, but then how can you say like Johnny Ace lose his job but Vince don't? Cause it's gonna start asking more kind of questions, even though he's going to be the fall guy in all this. You, you never know what, what they can possibly find, but the way he's strutting around, the way Vince Man is acting right now, is like, bro, I won this already. They have nothing on me. I have Jeremy Piven. I, I, have, the, I, I have the get out of jail free card. There's no way I'm going to lose it. So, Stephanie can take over for a couple of months and, uh, once it finishes investigation, and then I'll be back as CEO of this of this kind of bullshit. My question is: somebody, somebody got tired of his shit enough that they had to leak it because he's on the board. Who holds the most shares on the board? So, it's like. What you gonna fire yourself? Then I think uh, the the I heard it was like a friend of the victim. Say what? I heard it was a friend of the victim. It could have been. Or I'm just like, could could it have been Nick Khan? Could it have been Triple H? Could it have been his own daughter? 
I mean, we will probably never know. But I'm just saying. But but right now, this is shit as really like to the point where it it has gotten so old and so outdated. Like, too much damn near had a heart attack. If you go sit there and just say that shit happened out the blue, that's that's fucking bullshit. After everything that's going on now, where you try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, and then more and more shit keeps coming out, you've had injuries, you've had over eighty firings, you've had. Top stars walk out on you. You have had a uh, family dispute. You have literally gutted and changed all of NXT. Your son-in-law damn near died. Your daughter wants to, take, you know, wants to take time away for her family. My fingers are up, and then y'all kind of like bury her in the media about telling about how she can't do her job. Then you bring her back as CEO. There is something truly bad going on in WWE right now that we're not going to know really anything of it like you know like like the real nitty gritty about stuff that's going on but there's all this shit happened this is it's not even July yet we're halfway through the year it hasn't been at everything I just mentioned it has not even been a full year yet there are issues Big ass issues with how things are run back there with Vince and Bruce Pritchard and Johnny Ace. That whole good old boys club. There's, there's a way that's being run that fans are just not they're not dealing with it no more. The, the wrestlers can't deal with it no more. Look, Sasha and Naomi. Look now, you you sit there and you wonder after they ran up through the mud that. They probably felt so like, yo, it's it's so much worth it to walk out now to deal with this shit. And now with, with Roman, when I, when it was just like, yo, man, I really think he could be injured. This man, the, the man is like, I'm just going to take time to be with my kids, to be a family man. This, this shit ain't forever. Y'all put the belts on me. And now we got to get for, like, literally the 36th time, Brock Lesnar and Roman, and they finally went into a last-minute standing match. I'm like, it it's so null and void that the difference between Cena and, and Orton and Lesnar and Reigns is that at least Cena and Orton tried, keyword, tried to change up the format. So, you know what they can do? What What can they do? Uh, they can uh, have the money in the bank when they're cashing after the last man standing match. I mean, yeah, but you're still kind of repeating because if the odds on favor right now is, say, Sheamus, uh, not Sheamus, Seth Rollins, it's WrestleMania 31 all over again. I mean, I would be. I would rather see a longer Roman. And, we only got one Roman and Seth match. I would rather see more of that. It's not going to be, Roman but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's not going to be that when, when Drew McIntyre already challenged Roman at at the castle. Well, I mean, he challenged for the championship. So. No, no, because I'm saying, look, they booked themselves into a hole. 
He came out there and called his shot, saying he wants Roman. They know they want to do the McIntyre and Roman thing. So it's either going to be this. You're either going to split them championships, give it, give Seth the WWE championship, and then leave Roman with the Universal, and then you do Roman and Drew at, class, at the castle, and then you have Cody come back and take that championship off Rollins. Because that's where that story is leading to in the first place. He's only back for that WWE championship. The championship his dad never won. That's the whole story. It's right then and there. So if you give it to Seth and he wins it, you keep him champion to Mania. I mean, fuck it. Do it a fourth time. Because they obviously don't give a shit about doing shit over and over and over and over and over again. So if people are really expecting like real change, people's not going to happen right now. And like I said, we don't know what allegations are going to come up or whatever the case may be in the next couple of days or months or whatever the case may be. But he still had the helmet and shit. And we're going to see, keep getting this this terrible booking and this terrible shit because we don't even like watching it no more. <laughs> Am I lying? That being stopped. Say what? Stop being stopped. Yeah, I, I I catch the YouTube clips now. Like I said, I actually I actually turned to SmackDown this past Friday, see Vince do that bullshit, and then I saw the uh Roman and, and, and Riddle good main event. I don't understand this fucking dancing shanky shit. I was like, why is this a thing? You know, Corbin and, and Madcap again, I'm like, why I'm over it. There's no tag team, so we're going to do Usos and Street Profits until the cows come home. There's nothing to do. But Natty and, and Ronda, are you kidding me? That nobody, even in Natalia's family, think that Natty being Ronda. She's a body. Your microphone's going now. I couldn't hear you. Ronda need to just go away or something. Ronda don't need to go away. Ronda needs a mouthpiece. Ronda needs what Brock had in Paul Heyman. She she needs somebody to talk to. Is that is that is is somebody talking about her going to make her care? Because it's something she checked out completely. I mean, like I said, I would probably check out the the morale backstage. Got to be got to be shit. I don't care what people say. Or you know, it's 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 called uh, it's called let me be a company person and let me keep my job. Because let's be real with you. I would do the same thing. But it got to be shit backstage. Well, I'm going to just say, I don't think Ronda Rousey needs to be paid by WWE to keep her job. So, No, if Ronda wanted to walk out and say, you know what, fuck, I'm done with this. That, but, that, but that's on them. For, for them to have that kind of morale where you have your top stars or your most popular women stars walking out of the company and you have other stars it's like I'm, I'm done with this that is a not a good showing of morale backstage and you need that in a job especially in something like wrestling yeah which leads me to Sasha because now Sasha Banks has uh it came out right before the whole Vince uh, stepping down that she has been released. Now that there was been confusion on both sides, on both sides, like, well, she really been released, 
or are they just saying that to be a ploy to, to take distraction off what's going on with Vince? But then it's like, no, Sasha got, got her lawyers out and she wants to be released from her contract. And that whole, I, I think with the lawyers, they're taking that whole 90 day clause and shit out so she can go do what she wants to do when she wants to do it. They did not say anything about Naomi. Naomi left a cryptic uh, tweet last week uh, or her or her social media, which, you know, what was very powerful. If y'all haven't seen it, go back and watch that. But <clears throat> they said nothing about Naomi. But when it comes to Sasha, you know, of her being released, and I, I'm, I'm going to take it at that. If she's released, good for her. Look, I love Sasha. I've met Sasha. I have been a fan of Sasha. I had, I, I've enjoyed, you know, the Banks crew and all that stuff like that, uh, or, or the Sasha crew, excuse me, in NXT and, and Sasha's Ratchet. And also, I've, I've been following Sasha since them days of NXT all the way up to the main roster. Like I said, I've met her a couple of occasions. She's been nice to me. And she's talented. Some can argue she's the best wrestler out the four horsewomen. Or the second best, depending on which one you're looking at. Yep. So, and she helped put uh, the women's revolution, her era, on the map. And I'm going to be real with you. She helped out the sisters in a big way. Because before Sasha came up there, because they wasn't taking any of the really of the black women seriously. Because the black woman you had on there was the fucker Dactyls and Alicia Fox. You know, and depending on, on which day you wake up and turn in the morning, Layla. But they weren't doing nothing. They didn't care about them. But when she came in there putting the work and did all that stuff like that, okay, and the next thing you know, we, we got a whole slew of these women out here going out there and get getting the work done. I've been, I've been proud of them for that. Now... I'm, there, there's no, there's no chance, uh, there's no way, I, I don't know if she goes to AEW. I mean, Tony Khan, I know, would be like, oh, why wouldn't you want Sasha Banks? That'd be like one of the biggest stars you add to your roster, but the problem is, if you add on a Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks ain't gonna be going to no damn dark. Or, uh, uh, Elevation, she's in the main storyline, you get the belt on her as quickly as possible. I think if she was to go to AEW, but I don't think that I don't think that that's in. I don't think that's what she, as of right now, maybe down the road. Sure, I think right now, she wants to. I, I think if she does, she should probably go to Stardom, Stardom or something, and then act too. Yeah, I, I I think she wants to go to Hollywood, and I ain't mad at her if she wants to go to Hollywood. I think it's it's, it's like a rock thing. Like what she did her thing in Star in the Mandalorian, and said, like, all right, you know. You got, you know, because it's in the hip-hop business, stuff like that, and next thing you know, she could turn out to be in a Nicki Minaj video. Who knows? And just to get her foot in the door of trying out certain things, and then, you know, she go out there and just start acting, and if she come back and be even a bigger star, like The Rock or Brock Lesnar when they came back, to the point where, she, you know, she call her own shit. And I, I would be damn happy for her if she I kind of want her to do that I kind of want to go out there do some Hollywood go out there and, and 
uh, do some videos, do some music, do something that's going to just going to grow your fan base up. And then it's like, okay, yes, you know, I still love professional wrestling. I'm still a wrestling fan. Let me come back to wrestling. It's like, okay, but then, you know, there's AEW. Because right now, I think she'll get lost in the sauce in AEW right now. Because right now, Tony Khan is having a problem trying to book all the women he has on his card. I mean, on his roster. Yeah, like I said, uh, Stardom was probably where she'll go at. Yeah, I mean. And then AEW eventually. But I think Stardom or. Somewhere in Japan is where she will probably go to get more experience. Like, Sasha is good, but like, you go to Japan, you get better than you are, then I think she'll probably want to do that. Because that's where she went on her first time that she left. She went over there to uh, start up to train with them. Yeah. So, so I mean, so th- th- those kind of things, I'm like, I'm excited for her to, to go out there. And also, I mean, if she go to start up, there's so many people she can face off that. It's kind of well, they unknown now because obviously this that's a different audience, but they can have some great matches all over the place. And most of the wrestlers over there in Japan are like twenty three and younger, so they can they can have all great matches. I mean, I would I would I would be happy to you know to see them and because you know, I I want her to succeed because she is that damn talented. And she deserves to succeed in anything that she does. She 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 deserves it. And I mean, the, the woman has really done it all in WWE. I mean, if you want to throw in like, well, she never won money in the bank, or she never won more Rumble, that's fine. Out of all the accomplishments that, that this woman has done in her WWE run, like, bro, you got women who's been there for twenty years who haven't even touched that, who haven't even touched that status of what she has done. She was a three-time women's champion, five-time Raw, two-time or three-time SmackDown women's champion. Yeah, so about eight-time uh, Raw together. She, she main-evented the first, she was the first ever women's main event in a, on a pay-per-view, her and Charlotte. Then, then it was the first ever women's Hell in a Cell, and mm-hmm. all her Hell in a Cell matches minus the one with the Charlotte, but the one with the other horsewoman, Bailey and Becky Lynch, have been some of the best women's Hell in a Cell matches that she's ever done. Or that they, they, they ever done with women. Then, she main evented WrestleMania with Bianca Belair, two black women main evented WrestleMania, which it won an SB for it. She won an SB for it. So, she, she, she's in the first of the Women's Tag Team Championships. You know, her and Charlotte has have, have has had one of the best women's rivalries in the in, in that company's history. She has she people still still argue and debate that she has had the best match uh in takeover when it came to her versus Bailey in takeover Brooklyn. You know, she uh they out there and she putting in work. She's one of the best heels that they ever had in the company. And she's old school. And she can tell that she how much she truly Loves the fucking business, and I'm like, this is, this is gonna be a hurt piece for them. This is gonna be a hurt piece for them because, <clears throat> like I said, if, if this stuff is involving lawyers and legalness and stuff like that, I believe it's not gonna be as, uh, it's not gonna be like, like no 90 day non complete, compete stuff like that. If, if but if they, even, even if there's like a 90 day. That's like right there at all out, and I don't think they they want her to go 
jump to them all out. Like I said, I, I, I agree with you about the stardom thing, but I, I really think it's like, you know, maybe stardom or Hollywood first, but I think it's one of them two avenues, you know, so she, two places where she has not excelled at, at the highest level like, she, like she's done with anything else. And I think that, that would be awesome for this, you know, awesome for her. Anything you want to add? Well, she does. I said, we'll see what she does. Yeah, we'll see. I know. Yeah, I, I said, uh, uh, Hello? Uh, uh, huh? You hear me, right? Yeah, I, I, it's like the mic is going in and out, kind of. So it's like I don't know when you, when you stop talking or not. All right, what about now? I right, hear you now. So okay. now, where does that leave her partner Naomi? Where did it happen to Naomi? Uh, nothing. So you think she like she has job security and she she come back? I don't know how much security, but you know, I don't know about upsetting the big dogs. So we'll see how that goes. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, like if if Roman got her back, along with Usos, like you know, I said Roman. I think she, I think she just back no, in there. No, just, like just 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 Roman. I don't, the Usos don't really got no stakes right now. So. Oh, so you saying you saying just Roman? Yeah, Usos don't got no say so. Like they, they two seconds away from getting fired themselves. So it's only wrong there. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a it's, it's a possibility. I, I would like to see Naomi back and uh, you know doing something. But I, I do want to hear from them. And I, since Sasha Banks has probably been the one to be released, she's probably going to be the one to talk talk first and let everybody know what happened. Because everybody, everybody does want to hear her opinion from her mouth. I'm not mad at it. Just went to that Jericho interview, man. <laughs> now, I don't think... Well, it depends because uh, uh, Bray Wyatt still haven't done his. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, but, know, I don't know what's going on with Bray Wyatt. When, when, when he come back with what, what now? So, don't know. I'm curious, it's special that, but look, Sasha, I wish you the best of luck, girlfriend. I'm happy for you, and no matter what you do, I guess I hope she go out there and act, I hope she go out there and then start her, and then, you know, who don't want to see her in AEW? I mean, that's a, that's a talent right there, because, I mean, I, I, I'm hot shot booking her and put her right at the top to go against Thunder Rose and take that belt. Because right now, the only woman that's been really booked good in, in AEW is, is uh, the batting section, with Jay. They, 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 like he, he's throwing all his eggs in that one basket, and that's it. I'm just like, bro, you, you, we got more women out here. Yeah, he doesn't know how to book women. We uh, established this thoroughly. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. All right. So speaking of needing to get some help, Jeff Hardy's breaking news. See, I thought Jeff Hardy was gonna be my only biggest topic this week. Then Sasha happened, then Vince happened. But I really, I really thought that Jeff was was not gonna be, you know like uh what's what I'm looking for? So so fucked up again. I mean, but it's not surprising. Uh Jeff Hardy, for those who don't know, has had another DUI and been arrested. And this is his Third strike in two years. 
so that's not looking good. It's not, it's not looking good for him. Uh, it says here on CNN U, in U.S. Professional wrestler Jeff Hardy was arrested driving under the influence at a police safe. He received calls about a vehicle weaving across traffic. We, remind you, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Where this, this, this man on day drinking. Oh, morning drinking. Oh, more morning drinking. However, they want to call it. Like, did, bro? There's something wrong here. And I mean, to the point where he's so damn drunk, the cops come to the car with their guns pulled pulled on him. I'm just like, bro, be lucky, all right. And Jeff, man, like. What's wrong, man? What is wrong? He told on the Stone Cold podcast that he was trying to get clean, and, and you know he said, obviously it's, it's, it's a hard process, but the man got kids and the man got a wife, and he just keeps doing this stuff. Ruby Hardy made a video basically coming out, and uh, I forgot what she said, but it pissed people off for some reason. Oh, she told the more she was like, <laughs> I don't know why that made people mad. Basically, she was just like. Uh... She was like, um, I, she was like praying for Matt not to get hurt in a ladder match. Mm. And then it was like uh, a, a picture of uh, Joe Exotic. He was like, this is Jeff Hardy. He was like, well, let me tell you something. Mm. I was like, you know, he wasn't going to be in the match. But, you know, I thought, I thought it was funny. Of course you thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny, first of all, because they can, they can joke like that. It's like, that's them. So I just thought, oh, okay, she just make it like, like she gets. He's not. He's not hurting nothing, and he's okay. He's just like in jail or whatever. Like, whatever the case is, he's not dead. He didn't hurt nobody. Then I think it's she has the right to do what she wants to do with her brother. So I mean, what what are we mad for? Say the last part again. What are we mad for? That she's making a joke on her brother? Oh no, 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 not. no, no! I, I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at her post. People were mad at her post. I'm saying, because she's there in the background helping. Yeah, uh, like she said, she's she because they 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 did a um, a convention the day before because my cousin went and they were at the convention and they were coming from the convention and that's where he got the car because Reby and Matt did another convention in the, another part of town. And he didn't do that convention, so he was just driving or whatever, drinking or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, first of all, how does he get a car? Don't know. Yeah, exactly. Because he's supposed to be the ones that uh, have the like the little breathalyzer, like when you put the key in, like you had to blow it to the key to put it in to see if the, if the car will start. But no. But he has a license restriction. Like you're not supposed to even be driving. At all, he right shouldn't still have a license, really. And he has a license restriction. It's suspended, yeah. and you and he's not supposed to drive on. Like even after it's done being suspended, not supposed to drive on it for I don't know how long. But you know, you, you had two restrictions basically on your license right now. And they driving drunk anyway. So uh, if I'm being honest, uh uh-huh. I don't know about you. I think uh, he need to go to jail for, for a, at least a little bit, just to you know. Think about it. Think about his actions. So, Tony Khan 
before he makes any kind of a rash decision, he comes out. Was it the next day? And says that you know, because they were supposed to be a triple threat triangle match. They took him out of that, and then he says that. Yeah, I believe it was supposed to win. Actually, I, I believe that too. Jeff says, uh, "Well, no, it, it, uh, Tony Khan says that Jeff has to get some help, and he's going to be suspended without pay, and he can't come back until he gets help and maintain it." And maintain it. Which, by the way, you know what, Tony Khan, I'm happy. I'm happy that you went out there and said that, because he he needs some serious, serious help. And first of all, you, you, I don't think put him in, in this ladder match before this thing happened was a good idea neither. You know, but uh, like 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 once again, the same thing with Sunday. Jeff seems like a nice guy. And just like a nice person, he's beloved by a lot of people. But once again, you are still putting other people at risk on the road when you do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the, the you know that's stuff that, that that bothers me also. It's just like he's not. It's like he's not a <laughs> he's not a, a jerk or nothing. But that's not you're not supposed to do that. Like that's I won't call him a skull or nothing. That's scummy behavior. I would say that. Like, his behavior, like, his behavior right now <laughs> cannot be accepted at all anymore. And he's he's lucky that he wasn't fired. Well, I mean, I think he's done, though. What'd you say? I think he's done, by the way. Like, you mean if Russell completely or just in AEW? Probably in any major company. He kind of has to be. I mean, it's like I obviously what Tony Khan said he has to pass it and maintain it, but knowing Jeff, we don't know how long that's gonna take. Is so good point. Uh, he's probably done, and then I mean, I'm pretty sure you know indie shows would like to have him, sure, boost the house or whatever. But uh, as far as major promotions or whatever, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Probably, probably uh, done. Yeah, because after this, after especially the way he was. Acting that video where he made is clearly drunk. Bro, I've seen the full thirty. I watched this thirty something minute video in full, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he messed up. <laughs> he definitely messed up. He couldn't walk the straight line. He they was talking to him. He couldn't. He was like, like he couldn't hear him. He got to fall over. It, yeah, exactly. He told this man to count to forty. He was missing numbers. <laughs> AW, you can't be enablers, and then I mean, the, the, we didn't offer to take him to a drug program, and he, and he didn't want it. And like I said, we didn't know at that time because it was about drugs, but still, you know, maybe they saw something, saw something that we didn't see. But the thing is, though, um, is he was clean, so I don't know what changed from then to now. I mean, I think he was he was clean, but I think. Uh, maybe the last, maybe from um, the match with Darby, messed him up, and he probably started doing the painkillers and stuff again. Mm. I probably say since that Darby match, he's been he hasn't been the same since then. So uh, I will say that. I mean, it, it probably so because of the way they was just being fucking lunatics and just throwing their bodies on the fucking line. I, I I'm not shocked by that by one bit. Yeah, I, I I do believe the Darby match like messed him up for like a long a while. And even at the pay-per-view, he was messed up. And, you know, who, I, stuff happens. And he probably just thought that was the best way to do it. 
but it wasn't obviously you're not supposed to drive and drink obviously and it was like four times the amount almost or 3.7 or whatever that's a lot so that is a hell of a lot you know what that's equal to uh no I don't. I'm not gonna say a lot you go ahead like 20 20 equal to 20 beers oh yes 20 beers I don't know where you find 20 beers at 10 a.m but uh all right where was he arrested at again in Florida. In Florida. Daddy. See, y'all people that in Florida, they allowed to do eight fucking eight day winter. So if you want a beer at 8 o'clock in the morning, sure, you can get that. That ain't no big thing. Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, literally, Raven was like, I did all I could do. But literally, the only thing she could have did, she said, the only thing else I could do was have you sleep in between me and Matt to make sure he don't move. So, she, you know. She said she made sure they don't have beer at the venue or in his hotel room or even around the building for him or anything like that. So maybe he has a secret supplier or something. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I, I don't know where it's going. Or, or, well, like she said that him and Matt was hanging out at David Buster's that, that night also. And then I, I guess he could have probably <laughs> been drinking at David Stop. Buster's. He was like, where you coming from, uh, North Carolina? Where you going? <laughs> Uh, 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 North Carolina, so you're coming and going from North Carolina, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, I, I, I know we shouldn't laugh at that, but yo, this, this is really not right. <laughs> it's not right, but the video, man, this is like, <laughs> do you know I'll put you over today? No, not at all. No, this man can't. He, he told this man to sit down. He couldn't even sit in the car hood and don't know why he getting pulled over. Come on, Jeff. He said, uh, "Where's your phone at?" Uh, I, th- I, I my wallet. I think it's in. I don't know where is it. He's like, do you want me to get it? No, I'll get it. Where is it? It's. I don't know where is it. <laughs> and he just. Oh, he just didn't know what's going on. Man. Oh man. Just, just, just. Uh, yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> it, it, it is a lot for Jeff. I need, I need Jeff. Please get get your head in the game. But like I said, I, 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 I don't see no way you bringing him back. And I won't be surprised if he can get it together. I can see Tony got firing him, and that man just be stuck in on the indie scene for like God knows. Cause I don't, I don't think WWE will take him back, but I do think they'll do the Hall of Fame thing. Yeah, I think, I think honestly, personally, I think both of them will each get one, but that's just me. I mean, I, I, honestly, they both can go in the Hall of Fame uh, separately and together, but right now, you know, for the yeah. first one, it needs to be together. Yeah. So, uh, as long as Matt's in there and AEW, then I don't know how long that's going to be, obviously. Because Matt re-upped his contract to match Jeff's contract. Yeah, so when Jeff got signed, Matt re-upped his to the same with as Jeff so that they could be signed together. But, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Jeff's going to have to do indie shows from now on. <laughs> uh, also, I don't know how. So, so, what does he do, by the way? Who? Jeff. Uh, I'm saying he's he's suspended with no pay. So like, is he able to do like concerts or his shows, or does he do indie events? Or like, because he's suspended from AEW, he's not suspended from wrestling. So, you know, can he still do indie events? That's a dang good question. Because I'm pretty sure people gonna probably still want to see him do indie events to uh just I guess just to give him support of it. But I don't know. But like. I can see that happening. 
or maybe Tony Khan has to uh, approve it. Maybe so maybe he won't approve him doing any of this. I don't know. I don't know what what, what what the plan is at all. Just <laughs> to yeah. pick completely eyes, like I said, this is out of a crazy headspace. I'm just like, my God, this is you. You just get tired of seeing this shit. You really do. Oh yeah, it's just it's, it's a lot of people know Jeff and have sympathy for him, but like you got to be tough on him sometimes. You got to pull a Ricky Bell on. Him. <laughs> oh, stop it, <laughs> Ricky! No, Rick! No, Rick was tough on Bob. After he got himself cleaned up, cause he, cause he know how it, you know, how it did him. So he was like, "Yeah, bye, bye. I gotta play tough love on you." But you know, hey, we'll see what happens in the future. Uh, this is kind of now. I don't know what they're gonna do with Matt Hardy, cause I that Hardy family office thing wasn't working, well, and uh, they, I don't they, want they him gave to go that back. shit to Andrade, which is still not working. I don't want him to go back to doing nothing like that necessarily. So I want to. I need him to do something meaningful, or just just do the. I don't know. Do the delete gimmick. Or do another gimmick. Do a version three point oh Matt Hardis. I don't know. Just, <laughs> just do just because I feel bad for Matt now because it's a lot of times where Jeff and him are tag team partners, and then Jeff does something and Jeff gets arrested, and now just Matt by himself mm-hmm. left to just be by himself. So, yeah. Right. We'll see what happens. All right. So the news just does not stop because, like, we just we just went back to back to back with, like, some big news. But now we lost a couple of referees. Prime? Yeah. I, 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 I guess you already know about this. Oh, I mean, I was waiting on you to say, say the name. Oh, yeah. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> so we lost a pair of referees. We lost Dave Hebner, who was the mm-hmm. twin. Of Earl Hebner. How much and, money did they pay your brother? Yeah, <laughs> how much was the plastic surgery? And Tim White. Tim White. So for those who don't know, I'll start with Dave Hebner. Dave Hebner was the twin to Earl Hebner. Now, if you guys, like I said, I remember Dave Hebner. And I remember the whole million dollar man paying off Teddy, uh, paying off. You know, uh, <laughs> the million dollar man paying off Teddy Biasa. I, I messed that up. <laughs> the million dollar man paying off, you know, uh, Dave Hebner, or was it Earl Hebner? Because uh, I forgot which Hebner it was that he paid off and stuff like that. Uh, because the screw over Hulk Hogan for his first time losing the championship in like four years against Andre the Giant. So that was the big storyline. And you can always tell the difference between Dave and Earl Hebner. Now, of course, if you go up and answer there, you remember Earl Hebner because Earl Hebner had a fucking storyline. Earl Hebner was the referee of the 90s. Uh, of, of like the late 90s in, in that actually remember the whole Hebner right? <laughs> to a kid was like, you're Hebner right? And it was, it was a whole storyline, but uh, Dave spent time... It was time... either Earl Hebner or uh, Nate, Lil Nate. Exactly. Well, well, Lil Nate was WCW first. That was Ric Flair's referee. Yeah, that, Charles exactly. Robinson. He was still yeah. in the 90s and attitude. Yeah. yeah. And um, he... Uh, he did some time over at Impact Wrestling, and then uh, it, there hasn't been news that he wasn't been he hasn't been doing too well. And then they took a picture of Dave Hebner at his house, and he looked bad. He looked really bad, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry that this has happened to this man." Uh, but he passed away at the age of seventy three. So 
he wasn't in, in, in like the referee stuff as long as Earl was because uh, he dude, did some be- behind the scenes stuff and like producing and stuff like that other than just being a referee. <laughs> but like I said, it, it wasn't a thing where I could never tell him a difference because he was obviously the more heavier one than Earl Hebner was. Mm-hmm. But honestly, his, his claim to fame was basically that, the one that knew he was going to retire early. <laughs> yes, that's not right. But but definitely he was the uh, the one where that whole story, that whole you know that that double referee. How much mm-hmm. did the past surgery cost? Him? How much was the past surgery, brother? How much yeah. was it? How much did man, he pay? Every time Hogan <laughs> lost, he was crying like a little bitch. Every time, man. man. Every time he yeah. lost, he either got in the way of your celebration or he complained. All the time. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying I'm like, like really? When Flair won the Rumble, he was like, he cheated. It's a Rumble. How can you cheat in the Rumble? <laughs> and let somebody come back, get out, and come back in and then throw you out. You just playing, got thrown over the road. Like, how can you cheat? It's like, especially when it's a match with no disqualifications. Yeah. He cheated, brother. Psycho said it, cheated. Come on. Never, come on never made no sense to me at all. Never made no sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... uh. He passed away, and that was unfortunate. Like I said, I wasn't, I know too much much about Dave Hebner other than Twin, but Tim White, I were free, Wait, I real, knew. Real quick, though. Uh-huh. Uh, he did pass away, and uh, see, I personally wouldn't have did this, but they had, on Impact, Slammiversary spoilers, um, they had Earl Hebner there. Oh, okay. Earl and his son, his son is referee, too. Uh, they, uh, Mike Hebner? His son is like a long time referee for Impact, okay. and they both were there. They both were just like, you know, Eric Hebner was refereeing, and then they kind of at the end pointed up to Dave, like, "This is for Dave." Or whatever. Like, I thought it was kind of too soon. Like, dude, man, the brother died yesterday. You got to want to show today. I'm like, come on, man. But hey, if if Earl if, if Earl volunteered to go, can't get mad if he volunteered to go. You know, if he did, yeah. and, and they kind of. Like, Brian Pillman, you know, Brian Pillman's wife, who, by the way, passed away this year also. I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, if they did one of them, like, hey, you got to show I, up tonight. That's, that's, that's you know, it was fun. It, well, it wasn't funny, but, like, on uh, on Brian Pillman's Jr., uh, <laughs> on his, whatever post, he was like, well, this day has come. I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked, but I knew it would come, and I'm surprised it didn't come sooner. So, yeah, sorry, Mom. Rest in peace. And that was all he said. Damn. Okay, <laughs> hey, this day could have came sooner, but it came today. So yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. damn, I'm out. Yeah, I'm saying, that's that's mic drop. Yeah. Uh, well, also, Tim White was a referee. He was he was very popular in the attitude era in the '90s, also because now earliest one, huh? He had to retire early as well. He had to retire early, so we'll get to that because Tim White was known as a referee. Because my sister, when we used to watch wrestling, she will always know like Tim White will always do the Godfather's matches because he will always love the hoes yes. dancing with him. Of course, after the Godfather's matches, and then so or, uh, he was he was he was the head ref. So like every time they had a. Um, a cat fight, and they had to like roll over. He yeah. would be the one in there. That he would, yes. a, he would always be all the stuff. So every time you would see Tim White in the ring, you know it's a women's match, like a cat fight, women's match, not not like a sable match, or it will be a a Godfather coming up mm-hmm. with the whole train because afterwards, 
the hoes would be all rubbing up on him and everything. He would have a good old time. So and that was that was in the documentary. I forgot which one. That was like, how come how come he got all the uh the, the, the women at you? They was like, Well, he was the head referee, so he was telling which referees get the cold wear. Exactly. But then uh Judgment Day of two thousand two. A uh, very uh, a forgotten Hell in a Cell match. Believe it or not, a lot of people forget about this Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, because they ended. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, Chris Jericho versus uh, Triple H. And I thought they had a good matchup, but once again, it's like if you, you if you talk about your top Hell in a Cell matches, you automatically pass over this one. So I think all the mid two thousand, the early two thousand Triple H Hell in a Cell matches you pass over. He had mm-hmm. three back. To back to back year hell to sell matches that be honest that are honest with you are forgettable. Yep, sounds about right. E- except for except for uh, like from two thousand. If, if we start if we start from two thousand to two thousand five, he's had uh five of uh, four out of five four hell to sell matches out of five years. I can imagine. Yeah, and it was the one with him and Cactus in two thousand. Him and him and Jericho in two thousand two. Him and Nash. Him oh god, him and Nash Terry. Uh, him and Nash in 03. and then him and HBK in oh four. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Batista. And then him and Batista in oh five. Yep. Okay, so five in them six years. Yeah. So how you want to put it? And it was just like it, he missed oh one because he was injured, and I'm just like. The, the, him and Cactus and him and Batista were the best ones. Him and Shawn Michaels was fine, but that shit went way too long. Like I don't want to watch an hour of Hell in a Cell match. That shit went way too long. Nash is self-explanatory, and Tim with Jericho, like I used to finish. But what happened was Tim White was on the apron, and uh, they, they did like an Irish strip kind of bumped and bump off the apron. He was supposed to, you know, fly off the apron hit the, hit the. Uh, the, the cage. Well, he he got hit already, and he flung over and hit the the cage and fell down, and he legit got like injured. I don't know if it was a, like a dislocation or. I think he hit like that the actual hard steel part of the cage, not like the what do you call it, like the actual cage part. What oh, the, the, the mesh? Actual, yeah, no, he didn't hit the mesh. He hit the actual like um, I don't know what you call it though. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, like. The like, part in the middle, not the mesh. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, the actual like, steel part. Yeah, like, like, like the steel beam or the structure part, yeah. Yeah, he actually hit that. And yeah. then uh, he was out. And then it, <laughs> even though he was down, I don't know if Jericho didn't know he was down or not. Jericho came and beat him up some more. I think he, like, dropped the elbow on him or something. Yeah. It, it, it was, like, really messy. Like, he really got injured to the point, like, he had some surgery. He and, couldn't and, finish the match. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like, I was like, damn. It reminded me of one of them uh, wow referees. You remember the referees they used to have that would take all the bumps for the women? Mm-hmm. So she had a big ass cage. I was like, these dudes is flying off top of the cell through tables for the I'm like, y'all. Y'all gotta stop. But anyway, so then he was obviously down. So then he started coming up with these, these segments, which was like, obviously they would not fly today. But he, he was depressed about not being a referee because of his injury, and he was trying to off himself. The lunchtime suicides with Tim White. And it, it, it was like at the RGF interview, he, he was sitting there, 
And then all of a sudden it became like, like like the first episode. It you see like it it, it, it tried to be like serious, and um had a hell of a time ruin his life and everything. And then he was uh he took he took a gun and he was gonna kill himself. And I was like, damn, that's that was kind of deep. But then after a while, they started making a joke out of it, just like Hulk. Yeah. And I was just like, cause at first, like that, that very first episode, he was in the bar, he was drinking, and he took the guns, like I'm gonna shoot myself. I was like, wow, that's that's even me in 2005 was like, that's deep. Like I don't, cause you know W has been deep before in some of the storylines, but anytime you you you're, you are baking on suicide, especially if you don't put one of disclaimers up at the beginning, you uh touching a very dangerous area. Like the same, the same thing with Hawk, and I was just like, that wasn't needed, you know. But then it was like, oh guys, he really gonna kill himself because like, what the fuck is going on? And then it was like, oh, he just shot himself in the foot. But then he was just like, then he started doing like the the rat poison. Then he tried to get hit by a car and then put the the toaster in the bathtub and all the all the, the hanging himself like the, all the suicide cliches that people would do to themselves is what he was doing. And look. Yes, I laughed at it. I mean, that shit would not fly today. Honestly, we, we, we're surprised that shit flew back then. But I doubt a UPN gave a shit <laughs> at uh, what was going on on SmackDown. I believe that's what, uh, where they was at. Uh, I don't know if this was a... There was a UPN while they was on Spike TV on Monday, right? I'm not sure. Okay. Well, yeah, so... That's how it was. And it was just like... but. That's what one of the things that he was he was uh, really known for, and just recently, I I don't know what it was, but he just passed away at the age of sixty eight. So, you know, sixty eight is not really that old. And he, like I said, he was like one of the, the, the most popular referees of of the nineties at that time. Like just him being the head referee stuff like that. So I was just like, oh man, I I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, but obviously he's been going away for so long that sometimes you forget. Exactly. I mean, uh, certain superstars it- obviously paid, paid, paid tribute and gave their thoughts, like from from Sean and Biggie. People who knew him over the years, some of that it was, it was very heartfelt stuff. You know, I know your boy Hogan, Hogan will get up there eventually and say something. <laughs> Tell me if he said something already, actually. What you say? Let me see if, he's, if he wrote something. He probably, he probably did. He talk about the clanging and banging. No, I'm playing. He didn't do all that. He didn't do all that, but yeah. Uh, nope, so, nope, uh, yeah, so there you have it. So, I just wanted to make sure I acknowledged oh, the last. <laughs> oh, shit. You fouled so. No, no, no. The last thing he said was uh, about the, his girlfriend and his wife. That, that's the last thing that he posted. Oh, okay. The moment he was like, I thought everybody knew she was my girlfriend, brother. <laughs> Mm. But, but yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, no. Uh, so I want to make sure I, 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 we get that out the way. May both to rest in peace. My condolences to both their families. You know, to legends in the referee game because you know we really don't hear much about referees and when they go. But they, these were among the, the more popular referees, along with like I said, Charles Robertson, along with Mike Kyoto. Yeah, those, those referees. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick Patrick. Nick Patrick, you know, those kind of referees that they come to mind. And then, so, 
I mean, John Cone is a newer one, but he probably don't. You know? <laughs> and of course, we got, we got the, the uh, two women's was the black one and the white one. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, the, the black was married to Leon Ruff, and the other yeah. one was, yeah. So, many rest in peace. I wanted to make sure I get that out. So, now we got to move on to. We did not do our midweek wrestling review because mm-hmm. I said I was sick, I couldn't breathe, and everything. I was like, God, just catching the cold sucks. But, uh,. AEW had their Road Ranger pay-per-view. And then, of course, I did not catch NXT 2.0. But I did. I, Lord, I did. I did see that they did. Uh, a, like, remember when Draco Anthony was about to come to NXT and they, they did a whole little him being in a diner drinking coffee like and, and writing a, in a diary like. Uh, I don't even know who Draco Anthony is. You knew who Draco Anthony was. I swear to God, I don't know who he is. There was that black guy that kept losing to Joe Gacy of Harlan. I still don't know who that is. Okay, well, when, when Draco Anthony was about to come in, he had these little promos where he was in a coffee. He was in, he was in a diner drinking a cup of coffee and like writing in his diary. Or writing <laughs> on a notepad, whatever the case it be. And then you could hear him talking... Like in his mind, <laughs> like like Moesha. Yes, yes, kind of like Moesha. Okay, so so obviously you can relate to something. Dun, 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 dun. All right, <laughs> you know, they had a So what happened was they when when I saw this because I was like, wait a minute, this that's the way they they introduced Draco Anthony. They just took it from Draco Anthony and gave it to Apollo Cruz. Which made that, which would look like the dumbest shit I have ever seen. And I was like, Ah, Commander Aziz, you won't miss this in the next team. Something like that. Or does he not talk with the accent? No, there's no more accent. Uh, of course it's not. There, there, there's no more accent. No, he, he was just in a coffee shop and then uh, some guys get beat up and then, you know, oh, he's being mean to one of the servers. Then he comes over there and kicks, kicks the guy's ass. But then he realizes that he's imagining that's what he wanted to do. And then he goes back over and helps the server again when he hears him t- talking crap. And then, <laughs> what is this, Superman 2? And, 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 and I was like, what the fuck is this? So, yeah, that was that, that new shit from uh, Apollo. I was like, well, what if we didn't need that? Why, why, why did you even do that or bring that up? So, sure, whatever. Uh, yeah, so there, there wasn't that much stuff for NXT. I mean, Real quick to just to wrap that whole thing up because, uh, like I said, I did not watch too much of uh, 2.0 of that week. But the Creed Brothers t- t- uh, defeat uh, took on Malik Blade and Idris Enifort, whatever his name is. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, Creed, the Creed Brothers uh, won that one. Then like Tiffany Stratton and Phil Henley with uh, t- uh, with Josh Briggs and Brooke Jen. Oh. Sorry, Tiffany Tiffany Stratton versus uh, Fallen Henley. Uh, Fallen Henley was that with that one. Wesley took, took on Z- uh, Zion Quinn, and Wesley found a way to win that one. I'm surprised he's still being used like he is, since you know his partner not hasn't been there. Yeah, so, but yeah, me too. That has uh, surprised me. I didn't see anything with the with, with Joe 
Gacy, Carmelo Hayes, whatever the case may be, or or Legal de Fantasma, or whatever the case may be. Then, uh, it was Barbara taking on Duke Hudson squash. Cameron Grimes comes out to stare out, stare at Braun Breaker. I'm like, Grimes, you go right ahead. So, it's fine. Uh, Giovanni Vinci taking on Guru. Guru <laughs> now, I do know who this is. What you say? I'm, and I'm dis- I'm, I said, I do know who this is, and I'm disappointed. Mm, I got to play the, I gotta play the things I can see myself. It's, um, well, oh. I'm going to say if you know who it is. No, who is it? It's, um, oh, now I don't know his name all of a sudden. The guy, not Marcel, Fabian Eichler. Fabian Eichler, oh. Yes. They took Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichler, who were in a great team, and split them up. And now Marcel barely wrestles, and he's Vinci or whatever his name is. I was like, just keep Imperium as a thing. Yeah, yeah, like, me too. That, that, that makes absolutely no sense because probably because it's this guy's image or background, whatever the case may be. It's just, it, it's, well, he's is he is he Vinci because he's a uh, foreign and from that same country or what? Like, I don't know. That's just not right. <laughs> it isn't. Uh, but so let's just move on to AEW Dynamite Road Razor. So it is Wednesday. You do know what that means, and we have a, a special show of AEW called Road Rager. So a lot of things happening: jerk a hair versus hair matchup, a handicap match, a ladder match, a face off, and all the other kind of stuff. And then also more for that that uh, new championship tournament stuff like that, which obviously I was having a four way look like it's going to be the truth. So I'm I'm interested in, in seeing all that. We'll see what happens. You would see. You just be like, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I personally am not excited for this yet. So I mean, that's just me though. You're not you're not you're not excited for what exactly? For Ben Door. Well, you know, I, honestly, to be honest with you. I have to agree, and I think it's because of the, the shit that's... The, it's been the unfortunate month of just what the fuck is going on in wrestling. Because ever since Naomi and Sasha walked out a month ago, it's it's something for well, both wrestling companies are taking, like, nosedives. And right now, with the unfortunate things that's going on, like CM Punk is being injured, uh, Brian Damson, we still don't know what's going on with him. He did get hurt, but we don't know if he'll be cleared in time because... He has a rumored opponent, and his rumored opponent, I'm not happy with. Rumor? You mean the one that called him out? Or he called out? To our Zach Zaber Jr. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not excited. Oh, not not at all. First of all, Zach is Zach Saber Jr. Okay, and I don't. I'm not a big fan of Zach Saber Jr. And he he called him out. He challenged Mm -hmm. him already. Uh, Brian Dancer hasn't accepted yet. And first of all, I not know Zach Saber Jr. is in New Japan right now. Yeah, he's in New Japan and real pro. He's been in New Japan for years. Wow! Like he's a main. He's I, when I say a mainstay, he's a mainstay in in New Japan. So yeah, not a big right. fan. Not yeah. not a big fan of uh Zack Saber Jr. And this so the whole pay per view is just it. It feels more like a I, oh god I keep going saying this but it feels more like 
a cash grab opposed to um, you know what you know what it feels like what on a different scale it feels like WWF versus the alliance it could have been better but we just got what we got no 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 no, no. to be fair we are getting some good matches out of we 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 getting a couple good matches out of what we could get all the whole card could be great matches it, it could, the whole card could be great but also i do think that it's soon I don't think they they had a proper time. Like me, me personally, if I'm doing a, a wrestling show where it's this versus this, I don't care if it's a universe mode or if I'm doing it in, in real life as the Booker. If I'm doing like an AEW versus WWE thing, if I'm doing AEW versus New Japan Pro Wrestling, if I'm doing Impact versus New Japan Pro, Pro Wrestling, or Impact versus AEW, whatever wrestling company versus any wrestling company. I believe that is a show that you need to plan months in advance. Like, we just heard this announcement about a month and a half ago. And then they, they would just but don't, huh? I will say, we heard this announcement a month and a half ago. I would have started having them come out a month and a half ago, not just two weeks ago. No, no, no. Well, here's the thing, though. They did, but the, it's like, cause the first thing we knew about was CM Punk versus... Uh, and that was that got revealed like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, Her- the week he got injured is when they revealed it. Yeah, it, exactly. So, it, it, so, so it, it, literally, it, the episode he got injured is the one that they showed it on. Yeah, that, that's the whole, whole thing with the pipe bomb, the, the pipe bomb, and everything. And like I said, so I, I, I honestly, it's like if you're going to do a versus show, you 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 you, you got to build up to it, and then on top of that, like their roster's kind of down and. You just need more. It it needs to be. If it needs to feel like more of a versus day, it don't feel like a versus day. It feels like they could do this on any other day. It don't. Yeah, it, it, don't it, like it, don't, it don't feel thing. special like that, really. It don't feel like a versus thing because of some of some of it how it's been booked up. They have the roster to do. It. Even if people are injured, they still have the roster to put on good matches. And they just like I'm gonna be honest. I think Jericho should be in a one-on-one match or a tag match, not no six-man or however many-man match or whatever we get. So, stuff like that I, I don't like, but, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree with you. Like, if I'm being, if I'm the booker, I'm trying to get New Japan or, like, people from, like, I'm trying to get Thunder Liger or Muda to do something. Them and Jericho could do something for me. Eight minutes or six minutes. I'm getting Okada, Naito, Tanahashi. I'm getting uh, the Gorillas of Destiny. I'm getting everybody, and they they haven't got Naito. The only person they really got that's a main event person is Naito, and that's it. I mean, sorry, not Naito. Uh, Tanahashi. That's it. Yeah. But like I said, Tanahashi and Jay White out of all the people that. The last five champions are not even the last five world champions of New Japan are not on the show, and it's just Jay White, who's the current champion, and Tanahashi, who was a champ like three years ago. That's it. See, those kind of things are very dis- you know. It, I I, I want to feel more like like a big deal because when the announcement first happens, like yo. AEW versus New Japan, like yes, that, that that's dope. But once again, 
all the like Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassie will it be a decent match? Fine, but that's not the match I want Will Ospreay in. Uh, it was a you know an, uh, originally it was supposed to be Osprey versus uh, Andrade. Hello, but, you know. Can you hear me? It like, it's like your mic just went out. Uh, well, uh, I said it, originally it was supposed to be Will Osprey versus Andrade. Yeah, but now Andrade can't go over there because like politics with Triple A, right? I think CML CM. Uh, LL because Penta can't either or, or Ray Phoenix can't either. It, it, exactly. I'm just like, so, you know, you, you got all of them hold down. Which, which I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. That kind of don't make... Never mind. Never mind. No, no, no. Go ahead. Now I was going to say that don't make sense. So it must be CMLL because our FTR got the Triple A titles and they wrestling over there. So it must be it must be CML, C, CMML. Why, why do I keep messing his name up? But yeah, the, the other, the other company. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. I know Conan was saying that you know he got nothing to do with Triple A. It's it something to do with, to do, to do with the CL, CML type thing. So I was like, well, that sucks. Like I said, CM Punk already broke his foot on the railing. So it's just like, okay, we, we got to just put together whatever we can. And this is not a card we should just put together what we can. Could it, could it be an excellent mat, wrestling match card? Absolutely. But uh, the, it's, it's kind of, we, we talk about the invasion. It's like, look, I, I I love Booker T. I love DDP. And they, they're some of my favorite wrestlers. And they did what they could. But anybody wants to see Hogan and Austin or the NWO, or Sting, or Flair, or Mysterio. Like, everybody came, like, months or years later. But I was like, everybody wanted to see that in, in the verses, because we've been dreaming about that for years. Yeah, they and um, they've been, like, it, it's just, they could have did it differently. Like, even with people out, you can still do it differently. Like, you know, if you know Punk out, you can still do somebody else, which what they did for that is cool or whatever. The way that they got there, I didn't agree with. But they got Tanahashi versus Moss. Cool. Go and do like Okada versus Danielson, Okada versus Cole, somebody. Okada's not even on the show. Mm. Naito's not even on the show. Like these are big Japan names. And you got like Lance Archer and like all these. You got a six. I don't even know how many people it is. It's like eight man tag match. I don't know. It's just a lot of these matches not making sense. Mm. It's like. You know the team with Jeff Cobb and uh, whoever the guy is. Yeah. I know that they are the World Tag Team Champions over in New Japan, but that team does not encompass New Japan to me. Like the Gorillas of Destiny is a team that I would I would have the Gorillas of Destiny versus FTR personally, or versus the Bucks. But now it looks like the Bucks not even on the show. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if the Bucks did not. It made them too. Say it again. I said, I said, because yeah, that would be the, the, the first ever two time uh, AW World Tag Team Champions. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but uh, sorry. We can, uh, I forget we were reviewing the show. Sorry. Uh, go, go ahead. No, it's, it's cool because everything we talking about was right, uh, right in the realm of what we're about to get into because. Uh, Let's just get right into Road Rager here because it, a lot of things that we can, we can cover and talk about. 
uh, it starts off with the hair versus hair match between Jericho, who he considers himself a wizard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Taking or Ortiz. Yes. Uh, what did he? I forget. What, what is he saying? Something. I'm gonna throw a fireball in your face because I'm a wizard. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not getting noble for me, but it's so annoying that I just repeat it. Like because uh, I'm a wizard. Oh, I yeah. repeat it sarcastically. So they 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 had uh, they had a hair versus hair matchup, and, and yeah. I, honestly, I was just like, there's no way I see Jericho like losing this. Well. Yeah. I knew Ortiz was gonna cut it. Plus, he can rock a shortcut. So, yeah. Well, then, well, he, well, he's about to go, go, go for like a power bomb or something. And then, Fuego del Sol, which we thought it was. Uh, I'm beyond, I was, I was mad because I thought it was Fuego for real. I was like, bro, what is this? I was, I was <laughs> like, this is no. Like this is Fuego and the uh, Jericho appreciate. That's a weird person to put in there out of all the people on the roster. But all right. Is, it, mm-hmm. Well, he came yeah. in there and took down Ortiz, and like laid him out, laid him out with the with the pipe. Uh, Jericho tries to go for the pitfall to steal one, doesn't work on him. And I was just like, uh, I was like, why the hell is Fuego to sell this? But then he he revealed his badge that it's Sammy Guevara. I'm just like, we doing the inner circle thing again? Like, look, I I, I get I, I get it. He was part of the group before. I was like, but now because he's healed, you know, I don't know how to explain that. I, I don't want to see Sammy back with the group at all. I want him to go out and do his own thing. To be completely honest. With uh, you. Well, I mean, the way that he's doing going right now, I need him off my TV. The way that they, the way that the way, what they're doing right now. Uh-huh. But, uh I mean, I I'm assuming Sammy's going to replace Hager maybe in the match, Blood and Guts. You know, you think so? I'm sitting I thinking too. I'm like. It's a possibility. I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah, because it'd be like, it'll be, you know, 2.0, Danny Garcia, Sammy, and Jericho. All right? You know, that that goes well, I think. Uh, no Jake Hager? Do you really want to see Jake Hager? Not a dead. You oh. already know what I mean. Yeah. Go the notes here. So then, yeah, uh, he wins the matchup, and then now Ortiz has to shave his head. And then Ortiz was like, dog. Uh, give me the Clippers, and then you know he's uh, cut off his hair and uh, yellow blood and guts. I thought that was a little weird, but I was like, I get it. He's like blood and guts. He was shaking his like he should have did it more subtle. Like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna just get my payback at blood and guts. But he was like blood and guts, blood and guts, blood and guts. I was like, you should have just you should have just been like, all right, blood and guts. That blood and guts, I'm, I'm gonna get you or something like that. I don't yeah, honestly, no, neither. But the, uh, that was it. There was the turn. So then, uh, yeah, yeah. He, so yeah, she was on here. Um, then we had the whole two on one class action handicap elimination match. I was like, elimination match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so but one or two things. We're going to run through the security guard. And so everybody make sure all your stuff is raised. You got to get squashed. Or I was like, they actually probably go try to hot shot the, the championship or to uh, ward low so that they, they want to make it as strong as possible. So well, they should they, do. Huh? That's what they should do. I mean, as, as they should do. But right now, this security guard thing is not the way. 
I'm sorry. It, it really isn't. Uh, honestly, you know, he he, he just started. It, it's the, the cliche segment, like power by one outside or anybody. Else, and then all of a sudden, it's like two securities comes in at a time. I'm just like, just all going to whoop his ass. But you know, no, we, we get in there for the same Would story you part. be rushing in there to fight Warlow? Say what? Would you be rushing in there to fight Warlow? Man, strength in numbers. We're gonna come in there five at a time or ten at a time. Not not one on one. Ain't doing that. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's, like, I'll be honest, it's like the Bruce Lee blues. If I seen 49 people get beat up before me, why would I charge in there? Just lay down. Like, I'm not you. 44 people before me done failed. I'm not going in there. <laughs> Fair enough. You, you, you're right, but it, 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 it's all this was. was this employed to make him believe even stronger. Obviously, Warlow uh, wins the matchup here, so there you guys got it. Uh, let's see what's up with next on the card. Uh, then we have Dex, Hadwell, uh, Dex Hardwood taking a Will Ospreay, which I think was like the match of the night. Because uh, Dex, Har- Dex Hardwood has shown that he can do a lot of uh, single stuff. Yeah, but don't don't put him in singles matches at all. No, I, I'm not saying do that. But I'm saying, but he can. He obviously can do, you know, a single single. He's a tag wrestler, obviously. But like, if if he's forced to have a one on one matchup, he got. He, he gonna do a pretty good job on this one. And the, the second day when, when, when he he went up against uh, Dex Hardwood, so uh, it was good. Yeah, I, 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 there's a lot of stuff that they did that I liked for real though. Like in which way? <laughs> That I liked. I like the slingshot powerbomb. I like the way he sold it. I like the chops. I like everything in this match. Will Osprey wasn't over the top. I liked it. Fair. Okay, fair. It, you know, so. Uh, but I still think it, it was it, it was a, a, a damn good matchup. But um, got the win. But then after that, you know, the United Empire jump cash wheeler. And then all of a sudden, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy is there. Just yeah, already. because we... We need Orange Cassidy to save FTR. Seriously, like really, which which you know has the match of Will Osprey taking on Orange Cassidy. I was like, yeah, anybody uh, else? Osprey's going to win. Yes, I mean, would I, will Orange Cassidy give us a good matchup? Sure, but bro, I already know Osprey's going to win because they put the, the he got the, the titles on the line. So I already know he's going to win. If the title wasn't on the line, then it could have been predictable. But there's no way I'm thinking, uh, you know, uh, that he's winning. Fair enough. Uh, ahead of the Forbidden Door, Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi had a face-off. Tanahashi's English is not that great, so Moxley just did most of, uh, most of the talking. And uh, then after after that, uh, Jericho... Uh, Music interrupts, and then he wants to and, and let everybody know who the newest member of the Jericho Appreciation Society is. It's Sammy Guevara. This whole wow. this whole Jericho promo was stupid, honestly. It was not it, not his fault though, but still stupid. And then of course we just had to watch Sammy and Ty Conti just tongue tongue each other down in the middle of the ring because that's what heels do. And uh, Jericho said, "Get them, boys!" As they start beating up beating up everybody. And then also, because Lance Archer and, and Desperado, uh, what was it, 
came in and, and attacked Mox and the, this is the part I, I personally didn't like is because Jericho came out there and he was like I should be in this world title match and then proceeds to announce a like six man tag match that he's in it's like that don't make sense once again I was like but you're talking about some you should have did this or you should have been the better world like yeah they, they tried to ball with that last week so mm-hmm. uh, plus, I would rather see I would rather see Jericho in a one on one match because he would be in a more meaningful match if it's one on one New Japan versus AEW than this random these random people in this match. I mean, uh, Archer is cool, but Archer Archer being on the quote unquote New Japan side, even though he's AEW, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's just a, it's just stupid to me. Like this this is probably going to be the most underwhelming match, one of the most underwhelming matches matches on the card. What if they shot the shit at? They won't. <laughs> they got Jericho and Archer and Ultimo, whatever his Desperado, and it's just not. It's it's probably gonna be some for exposure for the New Japan guys, but I, I would rather see something different for I, Jericho at least. I mean, I agree with you. And Casey trying to come out there, and uh, but the, the Tanahashi got up and did a, the, the, the same uh, sling blade. They was all standing tall to Ray. Uh, all Atlantic Championship qualifying matchup. The All Eagle Ethan Page took on the Redeemer Miro. Great to see Miro back. Uh, Miro basically hits the game over submission and makes Ethan Page tap out. You knew you knew this was going to happen, obviously. So uh, yeah, and uh, who is who is Penta supposed to face? Oh uh, shit! Oh, whoever it is, they're winning. Penta's not Penta's not wrestling at Forbidden Door, so he's losing automatically. Well, exactly. It's um, so yeah, so they they can't get to get to if they want to, but it should be a damn good fit of four way with uh, nah. Pack Miro, Malachi Black, and, and uh, who's who's from New Japan? Now I don't know because they didn't announce it yet, but I believe it'll probably be like Ishi. Oh, if it's Ishi, come on now. I have seen Ishi go at it. Yeah, Ishi is good. If not Ishi, then um. Maybe Shingo Takage or probably them two. It'll probably be them two. Or Juice. I don't know what Juice Robinson is doing, but it could be Juice, maybe. I don't know. Juice Robinson not even on the car. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah I, right. well, yeah. I, said, I, said, I, I don't know what's I, up. I think he's still working on an injury right now. But tr- yeah. trust me, uh, I, I said they are missing a lot of they're missing a lot of names right here. And I, but I'm hearing that they're gonna try to like show shotgun all these things that we haven't seen on Wednesday, and I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah, that, that's not a show. Yeah, why would you try to shotgun all these names six days or well, the, the pay per view before the pay per view? The, the you know before the pay per view, why'd you do that? But whatever. And it would be stupid if they have Okada come out at the arena but not like announce anything before it. Like if Okada comes out for a meaning, uh, uh, meaningless uh, battle royal, a casino battle royal or whatever. Yeah, what you're gonna be doing at the beginning of the show anyway? But that, that now if the battle royal is like, all right, you get to face the champion, you get to be the first title defense for Moxley. Okay, but other than that, I don't see the importance of a battle royal. So, don't know. Neither do I. I do know. Next up was oh yeah Tony Tony Storm taking on not the Brick Breaker DMD, uh mm-hmm. pretty good matchup here but uh Jamie here tries to distract 
uh, was a Toy Story at first, and then here comes Thunder Rosa, and, and then uh, Toy Storm hits like a, a like a, like a DDT on the floor, and it gives gives uh, Britt Baker a power driver and wins the matchup. Mm-hmm. She gives her a spike power driver and wins and wins the matchup. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa. Uh, I I'm not I'm okay with it, but they could have did something different as well. But whatever. Like, I'm just curious, like like which ways? Well, they could have had some people from from Stardom, even though uh, Tony Storm is from Stardom. She's in AEW, so it's basically AEW versus AEW. But you know they could have did Jamie Hader is more stardom than Tony Storm, or you could have did you could you could have had Kari Zane Kari she's she's in stardom you know you could have had uh, what's the girl name she's like nineteen U- Utah anyway you could have had her she's very young very good like some you could have somebody else that's actually from that's actually a Joshi wrestler and not somebody that's on your payroll already. That's just that's just me. No, I mean I I, I kind of have to agree with all the stuff that you're saying here. That's and, like that's like saying if we're gonna do a uh, AEW versus like Impact match, and uh, the Good Brothers are from Impact, even though they were in both companies at the time or whatever. Just you gotta dig somebody that's actually from Impact. Toy Story is backstage with Stokey Hathaway, who's who's then uh. Willow Nightmare comes up to him and then he kind of gets to talking. She was Jade on Rampage. Fine. Adam yeah, Hampage. She, she, huh? she, they, they should keep her around, by the way. Yeah, because she don't have that, that, that good match with Red Velvet a couple, was a month ago or so? And the crowd like, like gave a, a liking to her, I should say. Eggman Page comes out to the ring to speak his mind. You know, and talk about someone from Window to Surround the Corner last week. I caught by shot. I said, I want to match with Okada and didn't want. Want that match with Okada and won the challenge for the championship. And then uh, he said, Okada may not be champion uh, this weekend. Okada lost the championship, but that sentiment has not changed and the challenge still stands. Adam Cole comes out to him and he interrupts him. And then he's a really stupid cowboy. Uh, for me, Dory isn't about either or, or New Japan. It's all about Undisputed Elite. About, uh, it's about the Bullet Club. And the best way to showcase that is uh is that a call against Jay White? So they uh do, do, do a little speaking and then uh Jay White attacked Adam Cole from behind. What, what they said is he called us a Blade Runner? I don't know what that that is. And then uh he attacks Hangman also in in the ring. So it looks like we're getting the Blade the Runner is his his nickname and it's like no the Blade Runner is his finisher he's the Switchblade. Got gotcha 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 gotcha. Okay, well it's look well, well Hangman and Jay White be uh be cool yeah but that's not the best I agree that's not the best I was expecting to see. Honestly, I don't I don't know if we're getting that. I mean, I, it, whatever, but like, did, he said Heyman or Cole is not going to get the championship, so uh, I don't know who, unless they just, unless this is just a point, they just do like a fatal four-way or triple threat or something. I don't know. Uh, uh, like I said, 
do, do you at least think that it'll still be a decent matchup or yeah I think it'll be decent uh, it'll be alright whatever it might but uh, I don't know why they would take the title off of Okada right before this event but hey whatever I mean it's, it's basically what we can do right now because literally the show is like in a week or so so I would I would have definitely had Okada being a champion coming into this show Oh, I would have loved but, it. I would have loved it. But uh, I don't know why would you not want to showcase this on national pay-per-view and not just not just New Japan World, but national <laughs> pay-per-view. Your champion is Okada, but your champion is Jay White. I, I don't understand it. I don't know. And unfortunately, as much as I love Okada and I don't really like Jay White as much, every time Jay White wins the world title, it's always from Okada. So I guess he just has Okada's number. Mm. He's beat him for like three championships now. So I guess he just got his number. Uh, Mid event time. It is the ladder match, which the Hardys were pulled from. Well, because actually going back into some, doing some research, they were. Uh, Tony Khan did not plan on using Jeff Hardy's matchup anyway. They had planned like, to do a beatdown angle before the match before got started because after they. Uh, they saw how he was a double or nothing. Uh, like I said, we, we, we all realized, like, yo, there's something wrong with Jeff Hardy in that match with the Young Bucks. So we just got the Young Bucks taking on uh, Jurassic Express. It's a Young Bucks match. It's a ladder match with tables. You you know how this shit went down. Mm-hmm. Spot, spot, this spot, choke slam, elbow spot. That's, that's, that's all it was here. So sitting there trying to bring this out one, one by one. It's hard to do because there, there, there's some actually really cool stuff in well, this. Let's just skip to the end of the match. Uh, they hit the B trigger, the, the V trigger, not the V trigger, sorry, the BTE trigger from the top. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy falls off and they pin him. I, I like the finish for the match, but I hated the finish about what came out. Okay, so, you, so after the, the Young Bucks win the, the time, the first two times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. That's when we finally get the turn. Yes, we finally I, get the Christian turn. I would have had the turn doing. I would have had the turn be during the match. It, I, I, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have had like Jungle Boy on the ladder, and like say like, I don't know, Brandon Cutler comes out for BTE, or maybe even Red Dragon or whatever come out for the Bucks. And then I would have Christian come off and fight a moss. And then Jungle Boy climb the ladder. Christian's like, all right, I'll hold it for you. And then Jungle Boy's climbing up the ladder. Christian gives him that look and pushes him back off the ladder through the tables or whatever. And then the Young Bucks win. Like, and then Christian attack him after or whatever. But I just, this one you can see coming from a mile away. Like, I don't know. I guess during the match would have been less predictable, I guess. I don't know. It's it's possibility, but I, I, I still think that they did have a pretty decent match at at, at the end when it comes to the la- the ladder match, obviously. Yeah. So you know it was cool. I said Christian Turner, so obviously that's something we we gotta wait no more. We can just you know see it be healed. I think it's a good way to give Rich bring up Jurassic Express anyway. I think it's time for Jungle Boy to go on his own. Anyway, I, that was the most that's the most mind puzzling thing to me that they ever did. This man is so over. Everybody, every time he comes out, everybody's cheering his theme song and waving their hands. And he's so over. 
But yeah, they have him in a tag team. Not the TNT champion. He's a tag team champion. I'm like, nah, you you got Darby Allen as a solo. Why not have him as a solo too? I don't know. But mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately, not to sound like I hate Scorpio Scott, but I would definitely have Jungle Boy, who's very over TNT champion rather than Scorpio Scott. That's a good way to put it also. So th- that was the end of Roll Rager here. I, we, I, I didn't really catch Rampage too much to, to do the, the other parts of it. It really wasn't a bunch of of note anyway. If you guys listen to this on YouTube, I'm, post, huh? I'm going to tell you, though. One thing, though, uh, I am actually really liking or starting to like the Acclaimed and the Gun Club together. Yeah, you know what? Together they're good because the the whole rolling Anthony Bones down there and them saying the wrong names of the city and him doing it the right way. The whole stick is a good thing, and you know they was gonna say something about you know Vince on that day. So mm-hmm. they are getting over. Uh, at first, I was I, I didn't like it when like they had a promo of them in the hotel room or whatever, but that must have been last week. What the Battle Royal that was last week or week before last. When they came on in the Battle Royal and the whole Battle Royal stopped just for them to rap and everybody was over, everybody was cheering them, I'm like, why haven't you done like I'm not saying they should win a title or nothing. I I I, I don't know, man. I think they probably can actually do that. I think I if, if, when Anthony Bowens comes back, you build them up and then you can have the acclaim be the next one in line to go up. But the acclaim in the gun club on. though. Say what? It's the acclaim in the gun club. Yeah, but but yeah. but the claim kind of had the kind of the, the, the same shtick. The gun clubs kind of yeah. mooching off of them, and it's just making it work. Yeah. Yes, that's what. But I'm saying like they kind of all kind of like together right now for a sense. I'm saying I'm not saying right now have them win the titles or anything, but I'm saying like I would rather see them on more dynamite, even if they're losing or not winning every single week. Just them coming out doing the entrance. That's like a crowd pleaser. So, I don't, that's just me. No, I mean, you're right. Uh, guys, if you guys enjoy our little review of Old Ranger and the Mimi Wrestling Award, make sure you can stay, stay here when we do all these pay-per-views and reviews, stuff like that for wrestling right here. So, make sure you guys subscribe to that. We're going to move on with the rest of the podcast. And probably, you know what? Time to uh, close this up down. It's been a very long, exhausted podcast. I'm just like, look. I was thinking about getting into the the, the slam anniversary stuff. I'm like, I, I can save that. Uh, first of all, I'm, I can get it. I can re- uh, reveal for you right now. Nothing them don't really happen. I mean, I'm, people said it was a good show, but it's is always a good show for them, isn't it? Well, it's most of the time. But I'm saying like this was their 20th anniversary. Exactly. Their 20th anniversary of Impact. So they had like Kurt Angle, Steam, AJ Styles, Speak, mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just some of the some of the matches that they had. Like they had a a five on five match with this newer group versus the TNA. They, they, they called it TNA Originals, Impact Originals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hated most of the people that was on the team. It just it, it's like Motor City Machine Guns and Kazarian. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. James Storm, okay, that makes sense. And then they put David Richards on the team. I'm like, mm, one of these things are not like the other. <laughs> uh, that kind of messed me up for the match, and then um, don't I think the best match was the women's uh, the women's match, the women's queen of the ring. The, what is it, queen of the mountain? Yeah, that was good. Diana Perazzo and Chelsea Green died. 
that, that, yo, that is a spot I was expecting them to take when me and pushed them off and did that. Yes, Mickey James died. Uh, she, <laughs> she, she was in front of the cage and Chelsea Green kicked it and it slung open and hit Mickey James. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, WrestleMania 34 and Alexa Bliss fought Nia Jax and Nia gave her like a Samoan drop and she was like doing a Family Guy dead yeah. pose? That's what she did after she got hit. <laughs> she did a Family Guy arm behind the back. The leg was twisted. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's funny. But yeah, I, I would have to say that probably was the best match. I didn't care about the monsters ball because it just it's not the same. It just they try to go back to the old rules of the monsters ball with Moose and Cal here, but it still just didn't feel right. Well, it didn't feel right because it's Moose and Sammy Callahan. It's like how you gonna say this? We gonna do a, a you know have the originals for twenty years celebrate TNA and then like just don't it, it, I don't know. Like, I would have tried to pay to have, like, Jay Lethal come back as the Black Machismo. He's not doing nothing right now. I would Sanjay Dutt, SoCal Val. Um, who else that it could have? Low-key? I don't know. Like, you, they could have some people come back. Because all I was hearing is, oh, we're going to have some big returns tonight. We got the return of James Mitchell, Earl Hebner, and Davey Richards, and that's it. So... Yeah, so nothing really else of note here, but guys, that's gonna be the end of our podcast. Hope you guys stayed with us throughout the long, hard time because like this one was a pretty long one. We had a lot, a lot of news. Make sure you guys check out spaces huh? I didn't say nothing. Oh, make sure you guys check out spaces Make sure you guys check out the content they have on there. Check out our content from the No Gimmick Scene and Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Games with Talk Podcast. Uh, Turntables, hip hop culture, and beyond. It dropped off some time. So, make sure you guys check yeah. all those things out. Check, check us out on all the podcast apps uh, from Apple Podcasts to Google Podcasts to uh, Spotify to iHeartRadio, all that kind of stuff. So, make sure you guys check us all that. Check us out every Friday. Prime and Leeboy TV. God damn, do their thing. So, make sure you check, check out Prime and Podcast. And Make sure you guys check out Q Flow, who should come back from his tour from Lake City, hopefully today or tomorrow. So, yeah, and there we are. All right, probably better get about it here. So, uh, once again, this is NC and Place for Children, Thomas Andy, not Deion Sands for Primetime. All right. Uh, to my wife, uh, the gracious lady sketch was in the video earlier, and for my real. Man- and my main man, you flow, flow the rookie. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was really hit for me. I'm about to say, yo, what? But anyway, uh, shout out to Prime having all the impressions. Uh, Q flow, take us out. To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Imagine your new bathroom. 
a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. 